Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How about the horns? All right, we're back. We're back from Las Vegas. We literally landed two hours ago, and here we are recording for you guys. We're here at least. We're yeah, here. But, this, but I'm saying, like, don't act like we don't love y'all. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome back, Bloom. Yeah, as I haven't seen enough of you this weekend. I so. was going to say, are you tired of me yet? A little bit. That's no, okay. all good. What a weekend. Uh, Just real, a whirlwind. Real quick, full disclosure, as much as I love my friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company, I'm going to choose to drink water <laughs> on tonight's podcast. Yeah, I think there's a lot in the same boat. Like, I'm going to dry out a little bit. It was funny. It was your wife yesterday who said to me when we were pre-gaming, and because I sat in the stands, I'll talk about yep, that. Yep. And we had both ordered a drink, and we were drinking a water. You know, prior to they do a good job of trying to keep you hydrated there in Las Vegas, which is which is great. Yes, appreciated. And Crystal goes, "Oh my God, water tastes so good." <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's a reason for that. Uh, thanks to our friends from Mechdyne. The Mechdyne Corporation is always sponsoring the Williams and Bloom Sunday night podcast. Uh, check them out at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Uh, great weekend in Las Vegas, Bloom. I, I we'll, we'll talk about the happenings a little bit here. We'll focus mostly on football sure. as it is. It felt like a bowl game, but and then you get home and like my wife is like, you're recording tonight? And I was like, there's a big 12 game in six Absolutely. days. Absolutely, a big one at that. Yeah, so like it, 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 it is a different feeling uh, when you get back from something like that. But so we're going to do a lot of football here on the podcast. But I know a lot of people are probably listening to this traveling home a lot. We're coming back on Monday. 
uh, a ton of delays yeah. out of Vegas on Sunday is that airport was completely overwhelmed, not just with Iowa State fans. I think just in general with COVID, worker shortages, stuff like that. But we, our charter was on the runway. We were 12 deep for takeoff, which is crazy. At an airport, that, that's not at like JFK. Yeah, it didn't seem normal for them to be that backed up. And so no. we sat we sat there for a good hour. Yeah. So we're wanting to get out of there, but that's all right. If that's all it is and first world problems. Yeah, I mean it, the, but everything else from that charter was pretty flawless. So Thank kudos, you. kudos to Cycle and Liquors and team. That was awesome. Yes, thanks to everybody who traveled with us in Cycle and Liquors. We had an amazing time. Those guys have become such great partners of ours. It's truly a partnership. I've become really good friends with Brian, who owns Cyclone Liquors, and just his whole crew is amazing. And we have an amazing group of, um, re- really an amazing group of people who travel with us. Like we have a, a very similar group each and every time, and they're they're really chill. Yeah, pretty like, low maintenance. Yeah, right? you don't really have to worry about anybody getting too worked up. And like, it, it's a great blue collar. Like, you got some older people, you got some younger people, you got some families. It's a nice mix of everybody. So, thank you to everybody who came with us. Yeah, was that just uh, outstanding? And honestly, it's probably the perfect amount of time. I think yes. three three nights uh, in Vegas. Yeah, a fourth night would have been overdoing it. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. I'm yeah. I'm glad to be back. I'm actually really. I'm really excited to dig in and start doing Big 12 football stuff, to be honest. Bloom, that was a um, – I mean, listen, it wasn't a perfect game by any means. And I think you heard that with by Matt Campbell after the game, which is a great spot for your program to be in when you win by 45, albeit against a bad football yes, team. not a good football team. Uh, Vegas was one of the worst teams I've ever seen an Iowa State team play. But – you know, if Iowa State wasn't better, then they wouldn't have made Vegas look so bad. So that that's a that's a fact too. We can get into all that later, but it was a step in the right direction. Like that that was better than limping, you know. And absolutely, uh, we, we've seen you know we've seen that before. And then you don't. There's momentum now. There wasn't momentum in this program a week ago. There's momentum now. Well, and the common refrain after the game from the team in the post game was. We just wanted to cut it loose and have fun again. Yeah, and you I could think tell they were. You, you you forget sometimes that these are eighteen to twenty two year old uh, people, you know, and humans. And, yeah, yeah, they're human, and, and the the expectations and the hype was insane before the season, and I can you can see how that can weigh on somebody, and then you have a disappointing week one, you still won, and then all the circumstances around the Iowa game, and you don't win that game. How it was kind of like, man, this is. This has been a pretty heavy start to the year. It really has. And then you, but to, to go out to Vegas, which was super helpful, I think, for the team, they went out a day early. Was that strategic it, by Campbell? It was. This is before Iowa, though. So it was strategic because of the time zone issue. Mm-hmm. But it actually really worked to their benefit. They stayed nowhere near the strip, they were 40 minutes away. And there's something about if you, and you've traveled with basketball before, mm-hmm. those road trips can really kind of fortify your team like you're not it's all the outside stuff is blocked it's just you guys and that that felt a lot like last year's team to me where each supporting each other a ton of energy right away uh, from the get-go and it just looked like and Brock said it after the game Hutchinson said it after the game Newell said after game Call Newell had a great quote he said you know this was a kid's game we need to treat it like a kid's game you know in essence that they had almost become too serious and too business-like about what the program was and yesterday just in Vegas cool spot go have fun let it rip and 
uh, it just fed off each other. It was fun to watch. Yeah, you, you, you could tell. Um, Whitford said it to me after the game that he thought that they they looked like they were playing with more passion. Um, yeah, just, it, more, it just, just there was more fun. Yeah, character. Yeah, they weren't afraid of making a, a yeah. mistake almost. Yeah, uh, and, then, and then Purdy, Purdy was a lot better. I mean, Purdy had one of his better stat lines. Again, defense wasn't great, but he was good outside of the fumble, which you know I think he was. What it is? I think he was trying to make a play. I think he was good. Yeah. in the first quarter, I think he was borderline bad in the second, second quarter. Yep, I think he was great in the third. I point. thought that the third quarter was the best football we've seen from him all year. Well, and then he finally got his go-to guy. And I, I mean, Hutchinson is an all Big 12 guy, but he looked like it. Now, against the secondary of UNLV, totally different than what he's going to see this week and the weeks ahead. But that was your, what did Campbell say? Our A guys need to be A players. And they all, all of them were. Mm-hmm. It's like all of the yeah. good, really good Iowa State players were excellent. And that bodes well going forward because, you know, you look at that defense and specifically – we talked about it after the game when we were at the, you know, we were hanging out in the hotel. Mike Rose is oh, so good dude, that he's he, almost underappreciated, even as a defensive player of the year in the conference. And Will McDonald cannot be blocked right now. That defense is going to keep Iowa State in every game. In fact, I would venture to guess, venture to say right now, I think Iowa State still, even despite the loss to Iowa, has been as good as Oklahoma. I would agree. Yeah, I, I think Oklahoma is one of the great disappointments yep. so far in college football, despite the fact that they're three and zero. We'll, we'll touch on them when we get to our big Big Twelve segment. Sticking with the the Cyclones, some things that stood out. So the defense was dominant. We thought that they would be uh, UNLV's offensive line completely yep. overmatched. Um, so watch the uh, when you go back and watch the tape. I've already watched the. I I I, I wanted to watch the drive again where UNLV's one drive. Yeah. Okay. In the third quarter, when they when they it, took it down there, it's sixty six of their one hundred and thirty yards in that. Mike Rose made two plays back to back. It was what ended up forcing them. To, it was on field first. Goal. I yep. think it was first and second down, which ultimately led to their field goal, where he made two plays on opposite ends of the field back to back that were incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that he 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 really popped for me. I think Gary Vaughn is man. To think that that guy's a backup right now is is pretty yep. pretty insane. Yep. Um, Kamani uh, King was Kamani awesome. King was yep. phenomenal. Uh, thank God that they didn't lose him with the targeting thing because I could see that being a problem next week without him. Um, Although I think that ha- that happened in the first half. What did you think about the? So he would have been able to play. Anyway. Oh, okay. The targeting. I mean, I liked how those officials handled targeting yesterday. I wish more officials would do it that way, but man, like I have no idea what targeting it's is st- now. Still nobody does. And I think yeah. what would really help the sport if they had levels. Yeah. Like I I I, I mean but, I think you can add discretion to the officiating here. It's like, okay, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. There could be a hey that's a leading like, I don't yeah. I don't know what you would call it. That's a ten like yard penalty. Unnecessary roughness. You know, automatic with, first yeah, down. Yeah, but don't kick the guy out. Like yeah. I wish there would be a little another well, layer. Here. I was I applauded those officials yeah, for the big, way that big they did crew, it. They, the that, that's how it should be, in, in my opinion. But I was shocked because I thought that Kaimani's was like textbook targeting. Yeah, like, I, 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 was I was shocked up when in the they booth, overturned it. I'm I'm. I'm the, John and Eric always look at me like I should know the answer to these things. Like, I, I think it's going to stand. And so I was surprised oh, when, I was they let, they let, when they let him stay. 
I was surprised when the UNLV guy in the Same. second half didn't yeah. didn't get it too. Um, let's do just let's nitpick because that's yes. what we that's what we do. That's how you get better. Um, I'm still not. The running game wasn't. I mean, it was good. Mm-hmm. Brees averaged he had 100 yards. I think he averaged like 4.8 yards per mm-hmm. play, but he never was really. That we still didn't see that explosiveness. I thought yesterday's game would result in multiple 50-plus yard plays where not just Brees, but if it's Tariq Milton or if it's Hutch Mm -hmm. or whoever Mm -hmm. breaks loose. And and we still, I guess, didn't see that explosiveness. I'm not panicking because they were very efficient, right? Like the the offense made strides. I, I guess I wanted to see a little bit more domination by Iowa State's running game where when Vegas knew... Oh, they're going to run. You can still run because your offensive line and running back are that much better. Yep. And I I don't think we saw that. That was the one thing on my box that didn't really get checked. I think that's fair. I think you, I I thought after that first drive and a half, I said, Oh, Brees is going to run for 180. I did too. You know, because he was like, it was 10, 12 yards a run and then kind of dried up. Now, I'm sure they had more attention up front and you saw the pass game really start clicking in the third quarter once they had that much attention up front. But you're right. Still hasn't unlocked completely yet. It was better. Uh, but now, now you have a step up. And the Baylor defense with Dave Aranda Dave Aranda's is really, a, really good. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Breest got to 100 yards. I mean, they, they, I think they put him in there for that one carry in late in the third just to get him to 100, which is great. It's the first time he's been at 100 this year. It's just not quite there. It was better, but not quite there. And I think... The way Iowa State wants to play, I thought they were really physical, which is great, but got to get a little bit better in the run game to sustain that. But it's it's it is nitpicking a little bit because they only had one punt all game. Correct. So right. it's like, and that was when like the backups were all mm-hmm. in too. So they could have no, even we, gone for we're, that. We are nitpicking, but I, I, I want to make it clear. I, I thought after that first drive, like Iowa State's going to run for three hundred yards in this game. Yeah, and it's going to get ugly, and it and did it, get ugly. It did they get just ugly. didn't run and for three hundred, and it could have been significantly. Uglier too. Yeah, I, I I do think too. There there was probably an element going into that game with the game plan is okay. Get up three scores or whatever. That and let's really build Brock Purdy yes. back up. That's what it looked like to me. That yeah, I, I think that they were maybe maybe that was it though, Brent. That they knew that they could have run all over them too, and sure. they were that could be working on things. I don't I don't really know how they would approach that, but that that was one thing I was thinking about it, it, specifically in the third quarter after Brock had made the fumble. He had made the one really his one bad pass of the day, uh, which almost got picked off. It was to a tight end, I believe. Yep. Um, and maybe that was the game plan going into the third. And it it was nice. I thought Kohler looked a lot fresher. He did too. He yeah, looked, yeah, I I mean, did he too. looked active, yeah. which is good. I thought Joe Skates had maybe his best game. I mean, he was he was pretty explosive, which was nice. We talked about Hutchinson, so you've got some guys, and then it was it was fun at the end with the little interest left to see. Uh, you know, Sanders made a couple plays, and then Silas, yeah, was was really really good. So that's it, everybody's new favorite player. And and Campbell talked about in the post game with Eric Heft. He's like, yeah, you know, we've got guys. So everyone who's basically suggesting that this this magic carpet ride is going to end after this senior class leaves. I don't know. You know, there's some, there's some pretty good dudes in the pipeline that that were that the coaching staff really is pumped up about, and 
you know, you, you saw some rumors again this weekend, and I, I mean, it wasn't front page news at all, but you saw Feldman um, suggest that Campbell's going to be one of the candidates for USC or one that they should talk to. I don't know if Matt's interested at all. But, you know, I don't think it's lip service when the staff says, you know, we're in this for the long haul, and uh, our pipeline's pretty good. Um, all right, real quick, I want to do, we'll, we'll pay some bills here, but I want to tell everybody when we get back why. I know everybody was disappointed last week, but this is without question the greatest time in history to be a fan of Iowa State football. Uh, real quick, I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. Uh, shout out to Jeff Wood, the owner of Gravitate yeah, Coworking. I you, wish I was spent more time with Yeah, I did too. Jeff I talked to him a little bit yeah, getting out of so, the airport. There's so many people there. That was it's a pr- insane. And, and the other thing about Vegas is it's so big. Like, it, you can't. Yes. Like, my wife had never been there, and I was trying to explain, like, you can't just walk across the street and go to another casino. Like, (laughs) you know, like, if you haven't been there, you think, like, oh, it's a strip. It's right over there. Yeah, no, it's like, it's like four interstates. (laughs) (laughs) It's, but yeah, but anyways, uh, gravitatecoworking.com. I was talking to Jeff a little bit about the business, actually, and um, it sounds like things are going really well in downtown Des Moines. Um membership options are all listed at gravitatecoworking.com and i i like the faqs page right there and, and this is this is a new concept so a lot of people are still have questions about this but you can buy anything from a floating desk to a dedicated desk to a private office and uh, they've got all sorts of great great options check them out at gravitatecoworking.com today um Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Where was I going? I was going to do... Uh, greatest greatest oh, time yes, for Iowa I had, State. I had a stat from post-game last night. You can give more insight on this than me uh, with your history, but uh, this is straight from the post-game notes. Okay. Iowa State has won its, just won its 14th game as a ranked team since wow. 2017. Here's the kicker. Prior to that... From 1892 through 2016, <laughs> yeah, Iowa State had only won 13 games as a ranked team. That's crazy, isn't that insane? Yeah, and like to think, like I mean, listen, um, I think it's, I think fans want us to come on here and be critical after a game like last week. We should be. Matt Campbell's critical. You think that they're just sitting around talking about how great they are? Absolutely not. But my point is, like looking back, and and when you see a stat like that, it's just like, oh. <laughs> it's a good, you know, it's a good pinch me moment as to what we're living through yeah, right was, now. It was fun this morning to get up and you're you're on the West Coast. You've, the polls come out a lot quicker. 
Yeah. And so I get up, oh, you know, we're 14th, ho-hum. You know, didn't, didn't drop any, didn't move up any, but still 14th is still, it's pretty crazy. And the, it, it really hit home to me how cool it was just in that whole Vegas scene because last year was special football-wise, but nobody could be around it. And it was really nice just to have people, so many Iowa State fans out there. They they estimated C-Dub 25,000 to 30,000 is what I heard for Iowa State fans. So the the total attendance in that thing was 36,000 in Allegiant Stadium. And it was it was clearly 75-25 Iowa State. And so but it was nice for people to have that experience. They could not go to the Fiesta Bowl last year. Yeah. The Big 12 Championship game was weird. You would have had similar numbers in both of those locations had that happened. Absolutely. But this was great and you know, people the, spend a lot of money to get out there, but it was those pictures and you bridge. made the walk of the bridge across. <laughs> it was incredible. It was, you know, like a zombie movie yeah. of these, these <laughs> cyclone fans crossing this bridge to the death well, star. So what happened there? And, and again, I, I sat in the stands with, um, with my wife. I haven't, which I never yeah. do. It's been, we, we, I've told the story about when, Coach Campbell gave the my friends the Hutchinson some tickets, so I sat in the stands for that game. And then last year, I took my daughter to one of the COVID games. But at, prior to that, it had been 2005 since I've sat there in the stands. I with, totally get it. Yeah. yeah. So that was a blast. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm doing the fan thing, and the the Mandalay Bay. So like the sports book area slash like there's this bar area, the casino. And then there's this exit that mm-hmm. walks you to Allegiant Stadium. And you have to go over this bridge, which is walking over, over the, the strip, essentially. Yep. yep. Over the interstate. And so, like, an hour and a half before the game, this... I mean, Mandalay Bay is one of the biggest casinos... It is massive. ...in Las Vegas. It, I mean, it was all Iowa State fans. <laughs> and you could not get a beer anywhere. Like, it, it and I mean, just boisterous and I, I mean I saw Niang walk through like it, it was just it was pandemonium yeah like it, it was and then they, so we all left in mass for some reason at the same time <laughs> and there's tens of thousands of Iowa really? State fans walking across yeah. this bridge some to Allegiant yeah and like the funny part was so like it's really difficult to get to that stadium if you're a UNLV fan I, I was talking, there were a couple of them in like the group and I asked them like, what do you think? He's like, and this older guy, you could tell he's like a lifer. He's been a UNLV football sure. fan forever. And I think he's annoyed that they're playing at Allegiant stadium now. And first of all, he obviously said he's never seen anything like it, but two, um, basically that's how you have to get the games. Unless you're like a rich UNLV with with There's fan with a very park. limited parking. There's no parking, yeah. so you basically park at Mandalay Bay and then you walk over Gosh. there. And like, there's just tens of thousands of Iowa State fans that are all drunk, and it was like they were invading. It was incredible. And with the casinos in the background, it oh. was really cool. I was doing some math after the game. And this is this is silly, but this is what separates Iowa State fans, and there's very few fan bases like it, but I just want to put it in context here. Let's say everybody that went to that game spent about, this is conservative, $1,500 a person, okay? That's very conservative. So flight, hotel, 
and you you you, you really buy, can't you buy do, a cheeseburger and yeah. it's twenty five dollars. You get a you know you get a diet coke. If you can $6. do it for fifteen hundred, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. So I'm just, but I'm not trying to be crazy yeah. here. Yeah. So if you do the math, twenty five thousand people at fifteen hundred spent each. That's thirty seven million five hundred thousand dollars that Iowa State fans would have spent on that trip. To put that in context, that's the exact same as what the Big Twelve payout is. Uh, in oh. TV revenue, yeah, but so I mean, the, that's incredible. What, so we always talk about, oh my gosh, these the the finances involved, and you know, yeah. how do we make up this deficit? Well, I mean, it just goes to show the power in Iowa State is in the the, the sheer people, yeah. numbers and size, and beyond the TV ratings thing, which we've discussed, there is power in that yeah. many people going on a road game. And staying engaged and involved, that, that is that is great for Iowa State. And even though we don't have a medical school and a law school, there's something about that group of Iowa State people that cumulatively can make a difference. And even in an atmosphere, but I think just as a fan base in general, there, there aren't very few schools that could have done that this yeah. weekend. There, yeah. I mean, maybe three or four. Like, there's just not many other outside of... You know, I'm sure Alabama, LSU, some of those ones in the SEC would have traveled like that. But to think of what Iowa State has become, just in the fan base, to get 25,000, 30,000 people to spend upwards of a couple thousand each to go follow Iowa State in a non-conference game, I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and what a, I mean, it was it was so cool. I don't even know what else to we're say. We're walking around, right? And it's like, oh yeah, it's uh, you know, you just you're you're picking out people you know left and right, and it's like you can't. It was impossible to be able to sit and talk to everybody because there were it, so many people out. It there. was, and again, like it's just so hard to get around in in, in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I, I talked to a lot of people on our charter, and they didn't even leave Mandalay Bay the whole yep. time because they they went across the street, got beer and stuff at the liquor store and then came back and hung out all week it was, but it was one of those weekends you know it was it's just a memorable experience and i'm glad that you know the game was fine but it was that whole collective of getting together on the road again that makes iowa state fans so special okay so i got a great deal for you guys when the cyclones win this year our friends at farm story meets are giving away free stuff oh boy uh promo code right now roll hyphen Clones, all in capital letters. Roll hyphen clones. You get a free package of barbecue pork jerky with any purchase that you make. That's after the big win. So any Saturday now. Now we we, we kind of are waiting. We waited to do this till tonight because it was like two thirty in the morning when we got off of Cyclone Reaction last night. And I didn't do an instant reaction podcast either for the same purpose because yeah, no like, one's gonna be listening. Yeah, roll clones. Farmstorymeats.com. Go and get your order in with the promo code Roll Clones, and you're going to get a barbecue pork jerky package. Um, Main Man Ray Schmidt says it's like uh, beef jerky, but better. He actually sent me some of that, and, and it's it's really freaking good. All right, um, let's kind of move on now and and look ahead. To next week, Iowa State is a seven-point favorite. It's, it's it's dropped to five and a half already. Good, that's what I saw. So so money I, on the Bears. Real real quick, and I, I do want to point this out. Um, I, and I, I said this, I believe, in our preseason pod. Mm-hmm. I don't like this spot for Iowa State. I didn't yep. like it two months ago. This sets up to be a uh, really difficult game, in my opinion. You. Are you have two 
highly emotional opening week. You play Iowa, which is always a zoo. Then yes. you have basically like a bowl game. I'm not saying they treated it like that, but I mean that they, they spent an extra day. Yeah, so it's a different deal. Different. The team team got home at around six a.m. Yep, on Sunday morning. What that does is delay everything that you're normally doing from like treatment to film to whatever you would normally do on a Sunday. I don't know their whole Sunday routine, sure. um, but everything is delayed. Everything has changed. And now you have to turn around and go to Waco, mm-hmm. which is one of the most brutal road trips to make in the big 12, because it's so freaking hard to get to not really for a charter, but you know what I mean? The, the hotel situation is terrible there. Yeah. The, uh, the team does not stay in Waco. They have to stay. Yeah. Not not in Waco. Yeah, so it's it's all you have to it's travel a, an extra forty five. My minutes. point is, it's a bad road trip. It's it's, it's yeah. not a it's not this is not Lawrence. Not Lawrence. Yeah. Good good, good point. Yeah, and and it's going to be hotter than hell there because yep. it always is yep. when you play For, forecast of ninety one on. Saturday. So that's not good. I mean, I'm not saying Iowa State's not in shape, but I'm sure. just saying like this is a really tough stretch that I don't think. Most people off the top of their heads would they would have been like, oh Baylor wasn't very good last year. Well, they put the put a big scare in Iowa State in Ames a year ago. This is a tough spot. I think Iowa State will be okay here, but Baylor is riding the you know it's Kansas, but they beat them 49, 45 to seven or whatever it was this week. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of Baylor yet. Uh, just full disclosure here because we just yeah. got home. Yep. But I, I, Bloom, this this is a game that. When I saw the schedule, made me nervous. Yeah, it's tricky, tricky. And then when I mean, close game two years ago down there, Baylor won. Uh, Iowa State won there in, in seventeen, but I think that's the only time they've won in Waco, at least in that new stadium. And it's it is this is this is weird. So your timing's off a little bit. So you know they'll leave Friday for Texas, and then it's hot, and I hopefully have the tent situation figured out and all that good stuff. But plus, Baylor, what do you know about the tents? <laughs> Baylor, Tell us what you know about. The I, tents. I, I I know nothing other than it has to be on the radar if necessary. Um, and Baylor's sneaky right now because I thought they were one of the teams last year that really got hurt by COVID because they hired no they hired Aranda in January February. COVID hits in March. He didn't really he wasn't able to coach his team. I think he's a smart guy. They fired Larry Fedora, the offensive coordinator, in the offseason, brought in the BYU offensive coordinator, and it's early, super early. Their competition has been zero, but they're 3-0, and and they're second in the nation right now in total offense. So that is a big step up from where they were a year ago. Dual threat quarterback. Yeah, and Bohannon is good. Now, he's kind of an unknown before this year, but he has been super accurate as a quarterback. Now, he has not seen anything like Iowa State will face, will throw at him, and he was... When he had spot duty last year, he was not good in Big 12 play. So I think Bohannon's one of those quarterbacks that Iowa State should be able to get to and maybe cause some mistakes. And that defense has been so lights out. I have a hard time thinking Baylor's going to put up prolific numbers. However, the defense is good. Aranda's a defensive coach, and it's going to be a slugfest. They're physical. They've got a couple really high-level Big 12 defensive players, but safety and linebacker. Defensive line's okay. And you're on the road. So, yeah, I think there's a numerous factors why this thing is uh, has a chance to go right down to the wire. And obviously it's going to have to get used to these one-possession, two-possession games because this is going to be another close one. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I'm not surprised that 
my guess is that a lot of sharp action went in on Baylor, Baylor right when that opened at a yeah. touchdown. Yep. And I, I probably would have gone that route too. Um, now that it's below, I think it's a lot more intriguing because I could see Iowa State. Uh, 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 let's get back to that Oklahoma conversation because yes. I, I think that this all kind of plays together. Now that we've seen Iowa State kind of break out a little bit, again, I, I just I want to be careful. UNLV's bad. Like that, that's one of the worst teams I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, I'm not trying to pee on everybody's Cheerios here. I'm just calling us. That was a bad, bad football team. I also thought it was funny that the seventh best attended um, <laughs> game in the history of North UNLV football last night. Did you see that? I did see that. That's so, they were very proud of that. That's, that is fantastic. Go and read the replies. It's like, well, that. guys. <laughs> hey, who wants to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> um, my, here's the deal. Like, so even at two and one, which I would call a disappointing two and one mm-hmm. for Iowa State, they didn't look good in their first win Um, and then the Iowa game was vastly overwhelming for a lot of reasons last night was exactly what we thought it would be yep to a T but really if you look at the big 12 at this point really nothing has changed Mm -mm. I thought Kansas State would be one of the more surprising teams in the league they they handled Nevada. I, I I thought, I mean, Nevada was favored in that game. Yeah, Skyward Thompson's out, so it, we'll see how they do in the Big 12. It was 12 tied in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So they made some plays late. Um, good win by Oklahoma Very State at Boise. Win. Very impressive. So they're 3-0. and Yep. But, like, there's really nothing that's happened in the Big 12 that makes me think, oh, Iowa State's in a different spot. Now, well, it, I don't know. Like, if you're an Oklahoma fan right now, after that Nebraska game, you damn near lost to Tulane at home. Mm-hmm. And Tulane just got destroyed but by Ole Miss. Spencer probably. Rattler did not look that. He looks that. pretty average. Yeah, right? like, I mean, oh. I mean, our guys struggled some, but like, it's not like Spencer Rattler is setting the world on fire. He doesn't look like Baker Mayfield, I can tell you that, at this point in his career. So, I, I don't know, Bloom. Like, I, I would say, I haven't even looked. Maybe there are, are odds out there. I would say Iowa State is still right there as far as like a Vegas odd would go to be in the Big 12 championship game, even after a disappointing 2-1 and one start. Yeah, and I think it's disappointing because of the offense and the special teams, not because of the defense. The no, defense the defense has been has actually. Up. But this is so, to, to my point here, it's actually exceeded expectations to a point where Iowa State is leading the country in defense right now in both total yards and yards per play. They've been so good that it, you even look at these games, you're like, I don't see how Iowa State is not in every single game because of the talent of that defense. Sure, you play Oklahoma, you play Oklahoma State, you know, um, some of those, te- you know, tech-, tech can sling it around a little bit maybe. They'll put up some points just because that's what they do, but I think Iowa State is in every single game. And if you would, if you would put the point spreads up of the remaining games on the schedule, Iowa State is still favored in every single game right now, except for the one in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. which is the exact same as it was yeah. before the season. And so, from that standpoint, yeah, they're absolutely right there with Oklahoma. And um, you, you give me Iowa State's defense against OU right now as as anemic as they looked at times yesterday. And I know it's one game, small sample size, and all that. I, I'll give Iowa State a puncher's chance in Norman, and. Um, yeah, roll it out there, see what happens. So I think I think everything is still on the table. And you know what? It, college football has been so crazy this year. This is playing out just like every other, like they sucked in September. And then yeah. uh, there's a little game where it's like, oh, the Monroe game, 
the Vegas game, and then they're like, oh, they're the clones. They they could they could put a you know they could turn this on right now, but there's but the games are still sneaky. This is a super sneaky game. West Virginia just beat a top fifteen team at home yesterday. That's a tough road trip as well. And then Tech, yeah, dude, Tech is better than I thought they would be. The so Kansas State game's terrifying. Yeah, West all, Virginia game's terrifying. That's what I'm saying. Like the, yeah. none of these are going to outside of Kansas. Everything else is going to be, you know, buckle you, up. You better, you better bring it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's do some point spreads. Uh, Tech at Texas. So this is really our first week of Big 12 football. Of course, we had Baylor, Kansas, but that doesn't really count. Um, We've already played guess the spreads. We we were killing time in the airport. We were doing this in the the completely overwhelmed Vegas airport. What was more overwhelmed? (laughs) uh, I know where they're going here. The the International Airport in Vegas or the offensive tackles (laughs) for UNLV yesterday. <laughs> oh, I, I knew you were making it. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Do no, it, it's do great. It. I love it. Uh, Tech is a uh, ten point underdog at Texas. Huh? Okay. See, that's a lot of respect to Tech. Honestly, opened at thirteen. Already dropped it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, SMU at TCU. I still this don't know what to think about TCU. I've well, I don't even know. This will be is. a decent little test for them. That's a yeah, big SMU's rivalry. Okay. Yep. Uh, TCU is a ten point favorite in that one. Okay. I would actually consider playing. Is that in uh, Fort Worth? Yeah, but it doesn't really matter because they don't have a lot of fans and SMU fans. If they want to go to the game, they can. Uh, Let's see. What do we else have on the docket here? Uh, Just in case you're wondering, Iowa's a 22.5 point favorite over Colorado State. I would play Colorado State there. I could not believe that they went and won at Toledo. Did they Uh, really? Yeah. That's shocking. That was a shocker. Absolute shocker to me. Iowa State, uh, that's now at six right now. Six, okay. Uh, the number around. is 47 and a half. It's steamed up four points since the open. So it started at 43? Yeah. Man, that is some respect to that Iowa State defense, though. No doubt about gonna, that. If you, you get anything in the 40s in college football, that is low. Kansas is at Duke. Oh, man. What do you think about that one? I don't, we didn't play this one. What's I mean, Coach K's retiring. <laughs> Just have Bill Self and Coach K there at uh, halftime. 15 and a half. Oof. That'll be a terrible Yeah, I'm not going to watch that game. Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Excuse hmm. me. Okay. That is steamed down right where I told you I thought it would be. Opened at nine. It's at seven and a half now. Okay. I think I said six and a half, so it's it right. Seems like right. K-State always plays well down there, too. I need to watch that Kansas State-Nevada game because they – they were a shell of what the last year when Thompson went out, but then that other kid got some time, but he sucked in relief of Thompson. 
um, in his first game yeah, back. I'm curious oh, what, what his numbers were because he could not throw a forward pass last year, and that's kind of critical for a quarterback. Well, and then, like, because they've got Deuce, who's really good, but if there's zero threat to throw the ball, then you mm-hmm. can just tee off on him. Yep. West Virginia at Oklahoma, a fascinating line of 16 and a half. Okay, so it's it's gone down. Yeah, it started at 17. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, West Virginia can run it a little bit with Brown. Brown's been super good. Oklahoma just has not been overwhelming. But, no. I mean, they, again, they haven't been bad. They're just not. So, K-State's Will Howard, the quarterback, was only yeah. 7 of 10 yesterday. Okay, so, again, so they're, they're basically. Just, they still don't throw the ball. Now, he threw it for 123 yards and a touchdown, but, man. Run, run, run for them. Well, um, Bloom, it's time to do some scoreboard watching and yeah. that type of stuff. It'll it's be uh, It'll be fun. You know, this is the great thing is the non-conference was extra stressful, I thought. You know, it was, he- oh. it was a he- like we said, it was a heavy first couple of games. So glad it's now over. you can get out of that those weeds. This was a get right game for a lot of ways. A nice reset button for the team, I think, for the fans, for everybody. And now all eyes on the Big Twelve. That was the prize coming back. That's why those guys decided to come back was to win a Big Twelve championship. And a nothing, nothing changes my mind that Iowa State can compete for that right now. I hope so. Um, we will. Be back a little bit shorter because, again, we just are kind of getting our bearing straight. We literally just got back and said, hey, let's get the let's get the podcast done. And uh, I, what was your favorite part of the Vegas trip in general? Boy, let's talk <sighs> off the football field. We did the uh, Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil. That was, that was a lot. Now, that was intense. That was, intense. That, that was one of the more. <laughs> the volume in that place worked. Yeah. Like blowing air on you. I mean, the whole thing was just uh, an over. Did you like it? I did. I mean, this I mean, was your idea to no, go. No, I, I thought it was great. I, I, uh, it was just, man, there's just a lot going on between the music and the, the volume, the people jumping off trampolines and stuff. I honestly, when we walked out of there, <laughs> I thought, this is what it's like to be. On acid. Like, this is what... When people take ecstasy... Dude, that's like, what you imagine it would feel like? When you take... When, when, like, Iowa State students pop ecstasy... I don't know how many do mushrooms. That. Right. And then they go down to sips. It was, it was you know like what 90, I mean? 90 minutes straight of... Just... And then, the, I mean, there's, like, these... Like a cut hanging from the ceiling, like yeah, all right over your, you. like right by your head. It was intense. I did. I recognized all the songs. I, Michael Jackson had a lot of jams, man. You forget how talented yeah, that guy, guy was. was. Filthy. Yeah. Weirdo. Total creep. Weirdo. Guy could. Guy could. Yeah, but like they, they really in that thing really celebrate Michael Jackson. They did, and they, all the whole era of it. I mean, that was cool. I thought that that part was neat. They had it. Yeah, but like they they make him out to be, oh man, world peace. Yeah, the world peace thing. Looking yeah, out for yeah, children. Right. I thought that got a little carried away with that. Um, Shocking no, that you as, were skeptic. as somebody who is, uh, yeah, as somebody. You thought it was a little too liberal, huh? No, I, I had nothing to do with politics. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, um, the when you're a cheap person like me, like I do not like to spend money. Vegas is a horrible place to go. Oh, yeah. You just, I was just kind of mad the whole time at the cost of things. I was like, what? That yeah. Coffee cost me eight fifty, And, it, oh, anyway. Yeah. Well, the wives made a 
clutch move and went and got us beer that was the yeah that, that was a and then your wife taught us how to like create a cooler in the sink in the sink yep that yep. was clutch yep. shout out to our friends at Cody Road in Mississippi yeah, River. The six they, shooters. They provided everyone who went on our charter six shooters, which the value of six shooters in a casino in Las Vegas, I mean, that's like a $100 value. <laughs> we, <laughs> it's we, like $100 worth of bourbon. We're the first night down there, and my wife were like, yeah, let's go get a drink at the one of the bars in the casino. And we had a couple mixed drinks, and the guy's like, yeah, that'll be thirty-seven fifty. dollars What have we done? Man, you missed out. We went down. I didn't go to Fremont, and I should have, and I'm still bad about it. My in-laws, what a what a group of, this is my in-laws, my wife, and the, the Blythes. Your, your in-laws were the MVPs. Oh, they, the they, hung, they hung with everything. They're the best. Yeah. I'm so lucky to have yeah. them. And we played... Uh, me and Brittany Blythe, because everybody else... Todd's a wimp. Todd can't hang. Todd, <laughs> Brittany's the star of that Todd show. Todd and, and my wife end up, like, just outside. Of, me and Brittany play blackjack at Binion's for, like, three hours straight. <laughs> and the other thing that I picked up on is how I'm so not used to cigarette smoke everywhere oh, I go. Oh, that was, that was distracting to me, too. How yeah. dry is your nose oh, right now? The whole throat, nose, and... Yeah, the whole situation. I was like, is this the air outside? Is it the smoke? What are we doing? Unbelievable. I, my, a couple highlights for me. The, uh, the Topless guy, pool. The, well, walking by that was, was interesting. Um, I did not. Well, anyway. and uh, <laughs> No, walking outside the M&M store. And he's got these Paw Patrol characters. So my boys are being Paw Patrol right now. And this guy takes off his Paw Patrol mask, starts smoking a joint. It's like that's not, that's not the marshal I know, buddy. That's it's legal. Not, I, I know it is, and that's the other thing. You didn't do anything the, wrong. The uh, aroma in Vegas was oh, ever man. present. I mean, it smells like weed everywhere you go. It sounds like weed and sewage. Yeah, everywhere you go. It, you're either gonna smell <laughs> sewage or or marijuana or or smoke. Yeah, go through. It's just an interesting. An interesting place, but all good things. I did not lose all my money. In fact, C Dub, I got on a heater. <laughs> oh yeah, two thirty in the morning last Congrats night. Congrats to on you the, on the Tarzan penny slot. Amen buddy. to you. I good, love it. Good night. This is why you go to Binion's and play the ten dollar tables, though. So, by the way, uh, Brittany Blythe, Todd's wife, killed it. She made like three hundred and fifty bucks playing ten dollar blackjack tables that night. She was on fire. Um, See, Todd, I, Todd always needs a good wing person. It I, was Meyer, now it's uh, his wife. I played for three hours right next to her. Lost $5 on the night. That's a win. I, but I got all their free drinks. That's the key. <laughs> and then I, 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 I think I made like 160 at the sports book. So I, I ended up plus a little bit. But I, I'm just not a slot guy like you are. Well, I, I'm, uh, I just That was the one where I'm like, man, I was feeling good. Iowa State just destroyed UNLV. I hadn't really gambled much because I was doing other stuff and got on a heater, buddy, on the Tarzan machine. Yeah, man. And those, and those things are fancy. Like, your seat starts to rumble when you get the wilds. That's, oh, buddy. I've never, I've never experienced that oh, in my life. It's intoxicating. That's you know what else is intoxicating? When you have 100 bucks on Penn State at <laughs> minus 5. And the Iowa under. Just play Iowa unders if you go into Vegas. Uh, three days was enough. All right. I uh, hope you guys had a yeah, fun good trip, even if you there. didn't make it. Hey, I by the way, you. that was pretty cool, wasn't it? When random uh, fanatic podcast listeners would stop us and Thank say Thank you so yeah, much. It means we, don't, 
We don't deserve you no. guys. Appreciate y'all. Uh, we're going to let the super creepy Michael Jackson. I, I'm just like, I'm sitting in that show and I, I get it. He's super talented, but like, are we not going to talk about the, like the allegations at all? Is it, we're just completely forgetting about this. It's, we're not even going to acknowledge it in this show. We're going to do the moonwalk and we're going to be happy. Buddy. I mean, he was a great dancer. I know he was immensely talented. We don't have stars like that anymore. We really don't because you can be a star on YouTube. My dog could start a YouTube channel if I set it up for him. Probably get some people to watch. This guy was a total badass back in the day, but he also did some really creepy stuff, allegedly. Yeah, I just... But we just didn't even acknowledge that's not it. The, I, don't, I don't think the... But yeah, uh, but I think it's a delay show at the Mandalay Bay's the forum to get into that. Somewhat offensive to me that they didn't at the beginning be like, hey, we acknowledge <laughs> some of the allegations that were made against this man. Now we're going to entertain you. And then I would have been like, okay, appreciate that. Maybe we should write it, write them an email. <laughs> I'm going to send them De- an angry dear, handwritten note. Dear Cirque du Soleil One show, I appreciate the volume of your show, but could you acknowledge Michael Jackson a little bit <laughs> Signed. The under Iowa better. <laughs> I don't know what Iowa, Colorado State is. Play the under. All right. Uh, he's Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. Well, hey. I can tell you one thing, and before we go, the the weekend in Waco will be way less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, we got to have, like, a candid camera on you and Walters in half. Yeah, yeah. We're at the. I gotta the, know about Harclaw's road behavior. With the yeah, the, it, it'd be tough to replace Bruns at well, the bar. We'll, we'll uh, man, we'll keep you posted. All right, have a good week, everybody. Later, guys.